I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you feel like you're just trying to keep up with the Joneses? Do you feel like you're always chasing those expectations of what your life should be like? My kids need to do the swimming lessons and the karate lessons and the soccer lessons and the ballet lessons. I have to be on the school PTA committee. I have to do this. My house needs to look like that and I need to be this person. So much of our life is about chasing these expectations that come from outside. It's actually the story we tell ourselves and carry through our lives if we're not aware and conscious that burns us out. We're not actually present in our own life and we don't even know who we really are underneath it all. Who are you really? What is your true self? Today's podcast guest is a beautiful mama in America of six children aging from 17 years and down. Melissa Kamara Wilkins has in her own motherhood journey, really committed to undoing all of that negative talk and the story and the expectations, the life that she thinks everybody else wants her to live, and now has helped so many other women really connect to who they really are and free themselves from this pressure to do all and be all, all of the time. Melissa's insights are beautiful and practical and very inspiring. I know you're going to love it. This is the Happy Mama Movement with your host, Amy Taylor Cabaz, author, mama to three, and editor of the Happy Mama magazine. In my mamahood journey, I have gone from an overachieving, addicted to busyness superwoman to finally slowing down, simplifying and realising that being a mama is the greatest self-development teacher in the world. And after more than 15 years covering breaking news, I've swapped current affairs to inspiration and now bring you the best I can find every week to help us feel more connected as women as we raise our families. Because when we come together, amazing things happen. So welcome to the movement. So Melissa, perhaps we could start by going back to the beginning and sharing with all of us who you thought you were when motherhood came along. What was the self-talk that you had and the story that you had in your mind? Oh, that's such a great question. Um, you know, when I first became a mom, um, I have six kids now, so my oldest is 17, so <laughs> 17 plus years ago. Um, I was really trying to do, like we all are, you know, do the best we can do, be our best 
mom felt. And I thought that meant I had to meet all these expectations. You know, I had to do all these things that seemed like the things good moms do. And you do these activities and have this kind of food and um, stay busy in these ways. And your kids should look like this and be, you know, clean and tidy and in this sort of outfit and, and all the things that I thought were just, you know, what good mom, what it looked like to be a good mom. Um, and I realized pretty quickly that that wasn't me. And also my toddler did not care if I was doing all the things that people expected me to do or not. Um, So that wasn't really our path to, um, you know, to happy momhood (laughs) there. Um, And I also realized really quickly that those expectations just keep coming. Like, even if you can meet the, food one like okay I have all the healthy food and just where I want to be well then there's the activities one and then if you can get to all the places and do all the things well then there's also the you know positive parenting one or that like all the things that people are are um it's well-meaning stuff it's all good stuff but you can never do it all you can never meet all the expectations of all the people and all of the advertising that sends at you and you know all the different things that come at you oh, so I had absolutely. to decide for myself like what's actually going to be enough And it's exhausting and we burn ourselves out chasing this unrealistic expectation of who we believe that we should be. Yeah, absolutely. And it doesn't make us happier. It doesn't make our kids happier. Um, It doesn't doesn't make the families we want to have. So most of us are feeling the beginnings of this. Most of us are realising, especially the mamas that listen to my podcast, are realising that they have been chasing the unrealistic expectation, or they are putting too much pressure on themselves and they are trying to keep up with the Joneses, as they say. But mm-hmm. changing that, stepping off that treadmill, making significant changes to really just live the way that they truly want to live is really hard and perhaps a bit overwhelming. So in your journey, how did you go from that mama with the toddler and as you said, you know, 17 years ago, and this wasn't even a buzz thing 17 years ago to go slow and, you know, yeah. change your values. What has been the process for you and what can we learn from that? Absolutely. So the first thing is um, it's scary. Honestly, it's scary to say, you know what, I'm not going to do what everybody else is doing or um, what everyone else thinks I should do. I'm going to do what I think is best for my family. It's a scary thing to, to not have that safety and security of being just like everybody else. Um, So I think that's the first thing is just recognizing that so that when you do start making changes and it starts to feel like, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? That, you know, that's that's just so totally normal and that's really okay. Um, But if you believe that you're doing what's best for you, it's okay to just move forward in faith with that, believing that that's going to be um, a good choice for you long term and see what happens on the other side of that. Um, The other thing I like to remember is that it's all experimenting, you know, and that's for me, that was a, the way that I got from there to here was just little steps in trying things and seeing what felt right and what didn't, um, and understanding that I could always continue to make changes. I didn't, um, I wasn't stuck with the first thing I tried, you know. So, what does it mean to live true then? Mm, so, I like to think about um, that in three different areas. One, um, are we being truly ourselves, um, and what does that look like to be ourselves in the world, to be the person that you really are inside, um, to bring that into your mothering and to bring that into your family and to, into your community? Because you, um, your family isn't separate from you. You're part of that family. So you showing up there um, as you really are 
makes the whole unit work better. It makes your whole family a healthier, happier place to be. Um, and then I think about ourselves in the world. Um, what are the stories we're telling ourselves about the world? And then last of all, our place in it. So in terms of the world, you know, what are the expectations the world's putting on me? And am I actually going to live into the world story or am I going to live into my own story? Um, and then my place in the world. You know, I think a lot of us as moms in particular have a hard time remembering that we belong um, in the world, like as we are, ourselves belong in the world. <clears throat> we don't have to pretend to be different than we are before we can show up as ourselves. We don't have to pretend to be someone else before we can um, be okay in the world before we can belong. What do I you think s- about those three things. I think it's about, oh, go ahead, sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. What do you say, and I'm sure you've had many mummers and many women say this to you over the years, just like I have. What do you say to a woman who says, but I actually don't know who I am? Mm, Yes, I hear that all the time. Um, Well, again, I think that this is about listening to yourself, but also about experimenting. Um, I think that as we see little glimmers in our everyday of things that we connect with, I think we can experiment by taking steps to explore that. You know, if you're um, in your neighbor's garden and those flowers are just calling to you, you know, maybe you want to experiment with getting in the dirt yourself and gardening with your kids. Or maybe, you know, um, you feel really at home cooking or, you know, whatever little things it is, any little thing that calls to you, just explore it and see, like, does this feel like me? Does this not feel like me? Even though those are external kinds of things, I think the more we can practice listening to ourselves and seeing what really resonates, um, what really feels right to us, the more that we're able to do that on an internal level too and start hearing that voice inside of us that says, you know, this is who I really am. This is where I uh, belong. This is what I feel and think. Um, so I would start there. Just start with that outside, really simple, like what activities you connect with, what feels good to you in your life and and take little steps just to try and see what that feels like. I love that. We often talk in Happy Mama about the importance of creativity for women, for mamas in particular. This idea that there has to be something in your world that just is for the creative joy of it, whether it is gardening or maybe it's baking or it's even just putting on those favourite earrings on a random Wednesday just because. There's this creativity that we need as women because at the core of it, that's what we are. We are creative beings and creative creatures. But when we're so ruled by our to-do lists and our busyness and the masculine sense of the world that we have to be busy, we disconnect from this idea of creativity. And when you say that one of the first things we can do to try and understand who we really are is is connect to that, whether it is the garden or whatever. I love that you've highlighted that because it's something I've seen over and over again that can be the first step for women. Absolutely. I think stepping into our creativity too helps build our confidence because we see the things we can do. We see what we can make. We see um, who we are in that creative space. Mm. So... As a mama of six, my goodness, <laughs> six, <laughs> how do you do this? Because the other big resistance I'm sure so many of us have is just the simple lack of time. You know, it's lovely idea to stop 
the world and say, actually, this is what I'm going to prioritise and this is my values in life. But the reality is school terms and school homework and, and activities and whatever it is, and even just staying on top of the housework with six children. How have you been able to honour yourself through this journey with this? Yeah, that's always a always a tricky question, something we're always negotiating. Um, but I think one thing is um, I, you know, I don't do it all. I do less. <laughs> so the less I'm trying to get done, um, the easier it is to do those things. So for some people, that sounds like lowering your standards about things like the house cleaning. Um, but truly, you know, I, I do family um, and I'm a writer and I do those things. And that's, that's so much the bulk of what gets done around here. Um, I'm, I'm just not doing a ton of other things. So that helps a lot. Um, mm. but Can also, I just pause you there for a moment and say, that's a yeah, really absolutely. important thing to say, that you have one or two, mm-hmm. well, two clear focuses of what your time and energy goes to. I don't think we do that mm-hmm. enough. I think we have too many things that we're prioritising on the same level, probably unconsciously. You know, if we were to ask mm-hmm. a woman or uh, um, someone, what are your most important things? They could just say two or three things. But their day-to-day reality is that they're prioritizing so much more than that. Yeah. Yeah, and the world tells us that, you know, you have to have all these things happen. Like, sure, those can be your priorities, but you still have to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all these things. And it, you really do have to say, I'm going to step away from that. and I'm, I'm not going to... Um, do that and, and it disappoints people um but that's okay because that means you get to have the life you want to have mm. and you get to have a life that's right for your family um and you get to you know enjoy your kids in the way you want to and then help them too to see that they aren't stuck in the story the world's giving them but they're allowed to make their own choices for their own lives mm, beautiful so I interrupted you, I'm sorry. You were saying about how you um, find time for yourself and what you prioritize with your six children. Oh, yes. I was just going to say also, um, I don't wait for it to be perfect before I get started. So, like, I know I'm never going to have a weekend to plan things and think about things and go away and, you know, get in my head and be quiet with my lovely cup of tea. And mm-hmm. it's never going to happen, you know. Um, so I have to be willing to start really small and look at my, at the, you know, in the margins or in the cracks of the day. Um, when, when can I think? <laughs> can I think in the shower? Can I think while I'm driving? Um, you know, and take all those little bits of time to start projects or to just think about priorities or think about what needs to change um, and just use those bits that I have because if I wait for that perfect setup to be able to start planning and making changes, it's never going to happen. That's right. And and you have a free resource on your website called Find Yourself, Free Yourself. I love that mm-hmm. idea because when you do find yourself, you do free yourself from so much of the unnecessary noise that we carry in our lives. So what are the what are the practical things you share in that? Um, yes, and of course anyone listening is welcome to come and, and join us. It's a mini course. There's five little lessons there in slowing down, listening for the voice inside of you, and just figuring out who you really are. Um, and we talked about some of that already about um, listening for those little glimmers of connection. Um, and then also, you know, just listening to that voice inside you, listening to what in your body is saying, 
what your body's saying no to in the world and what it's saying more of this um, and moving away from the things that feel like, okay, this is just not for me and moving toward the things that you're saying, you know what? Yeah, that is me. That does feel a little bit more like me than, than where I am right now. Mm. And it's scary to make these choices and these decisions at times. Like you said at the beginning, I think we really need to um, acknowledge the courage that it takes to say, that's it, I, I, I'm going to step off this crazy mm-hmm. treadmill I've found myself on. And even if that just means I'm going to take Facebook off my phone, I'm not going to mm-hmm. do that activity with my kid anymore because he's exhausted and I'm exhausted and it's not necessary for our happiness. Um, it can be as small as those things, but that is a domino effect that suddenly starts spreading into all areas of your life, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's so vulnerable to say, I want to make a different choice. Um, and vulnerability is brave. It, and as you keep taking those little steps, you're building that courage muscle in you. You know, you're, you're getting practice at it and you're getting stronger um, so that it's easier to show up as yourself and to be brave and make those different choices. Exactly. And this time when they're young is so small and so short that I know with my life, I just never want to look back and think, gosh, I wish I'd prioritized things differently. I wish I'd just sat on the floor and done that with them. I wish I'd stopped worrying about what the house looked like or whether we had enough dancing lessons each week or whatever it was. I wish I was just Mm -hmm. present. And that's what yeah. it's about. You know, I try to think about what will I look back and be really glad that I did? What would I look back and be really proud of or just really um, happy that that was part of our family life? And then I try to do that now. <laughs> mm, that's a great tip. Yes, I love that. You're listening to the Happy Mama Movement. At the core of it, the Happy Mama Movement is all about one simple idea that mamahood can be the greatest catalyst for change in a busy woman's life. So now for the big three questions. What do you think motherhood has taught you about yourself? Ooh, you know what? It's taught me that all of these things that I thought were character traits are actually practices, like um, patience and kindness and gentleness. And these are all practices. They're not just things that you are or you aren't. Um, and they're places where I get to practice. <laughs> I um, love that. Just every day. Yes. <laughs> Nobody has ever said that before when I've asked that question. What a beautiful insight. Yes, our children allow oh, us you. to practice these things that perhaps we mm-hmm. might have thought we had or we didn't have, but now we can learn how to have them. Wow, what a great insight. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So if you could go back and tell yourself one thing before you started on this mamahood journey all those years ago now, what do you think it would have been? (laughs) What would you have said to yourself? Oh, you know, I tell myself that it's all going to be okay, but okay does not necessarily look how you think it's going to look. Because it looks, everything looks so different now than what I thought, Um, but it's all okay. And I just didn't have that perspective then. Yes. And so finally, Melissa, what does being a happy mama mean to you? Well, I think it means really showing up as yourself, bringing yourself into your family um, and being the mom that you are, not what you think a mom's supposed to look like. Mm. And that means we have to know who we are to be able to be the mom that we really are. Yes. 
Amazing. Thank you for your okay. insights yeah. and, your, and your inspiration today. Thank you so much, Amy. Thank you. So, Mamas, you can download that free short course on Melissa's website, Find Yourself, Free Yourself, and also just follow along with her beautiful words and her insights into how we can live a more true life and connect to what's important. It's very much in line with the Happy Mama philosophy. So her website is melissakamarawilkins.com. I'll put the link in the show notes. Thanks again, Melissa. Thank you so much, Amy. Thanks for listening to the Happy Mama Movement. To make sure you never miss an insight, please subscribe to this podcast and also pop on over to see the latest issue of the Happy Mama magazine at www.happymama.com.au. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.